Welcome to a new episode of Beyond the Youth Room podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Keith Seymour and Ryan Cottle. And we're here today to talk to you about newcomer assimilation or what to do with new students. And some of you guys are like, man, I, I just need new students. Well, what do you do to prepare for when you do start to get new students in your ministry? And if you already have new students, are you doing a great job at following up with them? So that's what we're going to be discussing today in this episode. This episode is uh, sponsored by Edge Club, and we actually have a partnership with them to uh, to train students on how to share the gospel in their public schools. We uh, uh, The mission here is to connect students to Jesus and to local church. You can go to edgeclub.org and download a free training manual uh, so that you can actually uh, equip your students on how to lead a campus ministry near you in a public middle school or high school. So take a look at that at edgeclub.org. Now, we want to jump right into today's topic. And I feel like this is a crucial one because as the Lord is blessing us with new students, prayerfully, like we want to see this happen, students are inviting their friends. Uh, you're seeing new students from the community that aren't believers coming to your your, uh, your youth ministry. Uh, what are some of the best practices of inviting new students, building a culture of uh, taking care of the student students as you as the Lord bless them with you? Um, I think um, when I think back of over the years, um, you know, there was different seasons of ministry where we had a lot more new students than others. So it's not like you're just guaranteed to have this many per day or, or you know, every time that you meet. Uh, but sometimes there's waves of new students. And I think you're experiencing that right now in your youth ministry. And so that's why I wanted to kind of interview you a little bit about some best practices that you're experiencing as you welcome new students into your youth ministry. So tell us a little about what's happening and uh, and what we can glean and learn from as you have, have tried to follow up with each student that, that comes into your ministry. So give us a snapshot about the past year or so of students that have come to your ministry because yeah. it blew my mind when I heard this and I was like, oh my goodness. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so we're we're not the largest youth group um, by any means, but one thing that we I think we've really honed in on well lately. Everybody talks about invite culture, right? Mm-hmm. We we want to um, go and tell. We also want to invite to come and see. And um, everybody talks about invite culture in this, and we can do a lot of different gimmicks to try and get that. Hey, if we get this many friends, I'll shave my head. Hey, if we do this, and that's endless amount, but you only have so much hair. So you can only shave your head so many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what if there's no hair to shave? Is that is that well? Yeah. Then you can grow hair. I yeah. don't know. Um, That's why we wear hats. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one thing that I think we've settled in on is the way we phrase it is: Who do you want to experience what you're experiencing? Mm. Who do you want to know what you're learning? Yeah. And that is really connected with students, and and so much so to where it's not uncommon for us to have 15 new students a week. Now we meet twice a week. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll have eight new students in one night and it's like, I don't know your names, but I'm glad you're here and, and I'm working on it. Back that uh, up 12 months over the last 12 month period, we have seen, including our regulars, we but we've seen 326 individual students at our youth group. About 250 of those are visitors that came for the first time within the past 12 months. Um, so a lot of those have stuck. Some of them haven't. But um, every time we open our doors, normally we're, we're getting new students. Now, uh, that is certainly a blessing. It hasn't always been that way, but that's kind of where we're at right now. And it can be overwhelming. It can re- it's really cool, but it can also be overwhelming because it's hard when you feel like you aren't connecting with kids. You don't know them. They're leaving without you really getting to know their name. That can be a hard part to, to be in. And so that's why having a process where you can capture those new students 
um, is really, really beneficial to where it doesn't just limit your interaction to that hour and a half mm. youth program. Yep. Um, so a couple of things that, that we do that have really helped, and the first one is often simple but overlooked, and that's check-in. Um, so many people, I think, don't have a process of, of check-in. We might have attendance. We might know how many were there, mm -hmm. but we might not know uh, who was yeah, there. Yeah, that's crucial. Um, and so the first thing, every student, they walk through our doors, they see our volunteers, and we have iPads set up for check-in. The cool part is if we have a new student that's there for the first time, they actually won't be checking in using the iPads because that's with our database. And so our kids who've been there, they just put in their name, it pops up, they click their name. But we have new student cards for any new student who comes and they have to take time and fill out that card. And what it does is twofold. Number one, it allows us to capture their information. So if anything happens that night, we already have their parent contact information. We have what school they go to so we can begin to think of, hey, who can we connect them with? They write down who invited them so we can kind of keep track of, hey, when it comes time for small groups, you can go with your friend. Um, it allows us for them to put their social media handles so we can follow them on Instagram if they want us to. Uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but also, too, they're standing with one of our volunteers for a few minutes to fill us out. Mm -hmm. When else can you get a kid to stand still yeah. and to capture their attention yep. and be able to have that conversation? So yeah. um, I get to then take those and I input them in the system. And so guess what? When they come back the next time, they just put their name right in there and they're checked in, good to go. But check-ins are, are so important just to be able to see who was there and to capture all the new kids. Because what a shame for you not to be ready for a bunch of new kids to show up and they leave and you don't know their names. <clears throat> they, you don't know who brought them. You don't know how they got there. You don't, you don't have yeah. any way to follow up with them. Yep. Yeah. And we recently did that too, where, um, you know, we're refining our check-in process. And what I found was really helpful is to have a specific allocated place where they, everybody knows that that's where they go to check in. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I mean, I literally just like put a couple tables, like in a, you know, little square thing and, uh, or not even a full square, just so that they know that there's like a check-in station or check-in area for new students. I also, that's where I put the snacks too. So like, so the kids, like they walk in, they see the youth room and then they see that there's snacks on the table and there's a big sign that says check in here. <laughs> and, uh, and so the, our regular students that weren't in the, um, you know, in the habit of going into check in, we had to build that habit. And the way that we did that was I just went and I, I spent some money on some different gifts and, and, uh, and gift cards. And basically every student that checked in, we had uh, their name put into a, a, a little box and then I drew a name from, from that box and gave a prize away. So like, and I, I've been doing that for a few times to where uh, people understand like, okay, I, I'm eligible to you know get this door prize or whatever if I check in, but I'm not eligible if I don't check in. So it like builds that habit and we've had like a hundred percent check in because of that. And, and also the new students come. So I would say like one, be prepared for new students because the, and, and, and people that are watching this might you know, quickly realize this too, like, and, and recall certain circumstances. If you really want to know if you're prepared for a new student, have a new student showed up and see how lack of like understanding you have, like you're, you don't know what to do. Like if you're not really prepared, like to know exactly what to do and walk them through a process, it's very obvious, like yeah. to them, to you, to everybody around, like you're not really sure what to do. Yeah. You don't have a process yet. So we want to avoid that awkwardness because how you make them feel when they first arrive is going to be a, a lasting impact. Um, you know, say like first impressions are important. So we try to make that as a welcoming, you know, a thoughtful environment, like to where they can feel comfortable checking in giving us some information so that we can follow up with them, put them in our database so that, that they're experienced there. And so now when you have a new student come, mm -hmm. so obviously they're going to check in. 
what is the process from there? Like, uh, I know some people give like newcomer gifts, like some people, um, you know, sell their information to spammers. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Hopefully you don't do that. But uh, what is the balance there? Like, you know, follow up. Like I know uh, it's a learning curve for all of us. Like, it's, you know, uh, I feel like just when we're getting the hang of something, like we, we, you know, drop another ball. So let me go focus on that. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to new students, like, what do you, what have you found that's consistently worked in follow up and actually, you know, helping them feel welcomed as they attend? Yeah, one quick thing on um, if we're prepared or not. I've also walked into a church and they were so excited that there was a new person that I could tell I yeah. was the first new person in a while. Yep. And that can be a red flag too. So we want to draw that line of being excited they're there, but not overwhelming a first time visitor mm -hmm. because they're already probably nervous that it's their first time. So yeah. I want to put them at ease. Well, that reminds me. Yeah, I was going to share this too is um, uh, I remember like the first time I took my oldest son like fishing and he caught a fish and it was like he never expected to catch one. So he didn't know what to do when he actually called one. So he's like, what are you like? What do we do from here? Like do I throw my rod in the hole, you like to put it back You know, It's like, no, you take it off the hook. And so, yeah, so yeah, the, you can definitely have a, an overwhelming approach if, and like, it's very obvious that you don't have normal visitors. If you're like, it's a new, it's a new person. Like everybody come around. Like, you know, don't make them feel like so awkward and, and, and made, you know, made obvious. I've had that happen. I went to a church once and um, quick story. And then I'll get to, do they make you like stand up. <laughs> I walked in, I won't say where this was, but I was at college and I was looking for churches and I walked into the first Baptist church and the worship director says, stand if you're able. And only half the people stood up. I was the only person under probably 75 years old in this church. Oh. They all came up to me afterwards and were so excited I was there and I couldn't have the heart to tell them, be like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be back next week. Yeah. So again, yeah, you want to draw that line. Um, when a new student comes First of all, yep, they're going to go right to where they're going to fill that, that information card out. And what's cool is if they come with a student, our students kind of already know that because they pass by it every, you know, every time we have youth group. Um, but we direct them there. And as they're filling that out, whatever leader is walking them through it is kind of making that connection. So we have, first of all, we have multiple leaders that are checking because we could run it with just one. But the problem is if a new student comes, then you're not able to devote that time for them. And the other kids might be walking past and nobody's connecting with them saying, yeah. hey, how was your week? Things like that. So we always want to have multiple volunteers, which means you need to arrive there early. Mm. So we have multiple volunteers. They fill out that information card. Once they do that, then we, we have a gift for them. Um, we've done different things. We were doing a, a bag with some gifts in them. The problem is, Every night after youth group, when I would go around and yeah, clean up, I would find all the bags from the new visitors because we don't carry around a bag that often. And especially in youth group where you're moving around to, they might forget it. So we wanted to do something where they wouldn't forget that they had it. And so we actually ordered, um, and I have some um, for hopefully everybody to see, we ordered lanyards, custom lanyards, um, sundaycool.com. They do those. That's a free plug. They didn't pay me to say that. Uh, but you can <laughs> get them a lot of places. Yeah. Yes. Yet. Um, yes. If, <laughs> Sunday Cool, if you're listening. Um, but we have custom lanyards. And then on the lanyards, we have a couple of things that um, aren't you know outrageous, but just a way to say, hey, we care about them. And the cool part is what the leader actually does is they'll take this and they'll walk through uh, this with the student as they walk back to our youth room. So again, gives them captured time where we have their attention, yeah. um, but we're but it's not awkward. I'm keeping them from going to youth group. So we have a free snack for our snack shop. Um, I'll skip over this later because this is what we do last. Then we have a custom stickers, which if you're ever wondering what to get kids, get custom stickers. They're cheap they and they love them. All the water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's great advertising for, for your youth group. We have a custom bracelet. And then we always have our next big event. Because if I come in, you know, if I just miss summer camp, well, then I feel like I missed out. But if I know there's a winter camp that, hey, 
I might sign up for, guess what? I might fall off for a few months, but that's going to guarantee that I come back. So we always have our next event that we're, we're getting that into their hands yeah. in a way that they can register. But this card is really the most important part. It talks about when we meet. So we meet Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, and then we talk about how to join our group for camps and offsites and, and all different sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And that gives us a helpful overview so the kid understands this is Wednesday night, this is Sunday night, this is the difference, this is why I might want to come back, all those various things. It's also helpful because then they can take it home and their parents can see it. Mm -hmm. But on the back side is what we believe. Mm -hmm. And so it says, quite simply, we have the gospel broken down in four parts, God, us, Jesus, trust, with the verse references, and we get to explain to that kid hey, here's what we believe. And because they're at church, because it's on the card, it's not awkward. You don't even have to force it because it's right there. It's just, hey, and here's what we believe. Yeah. We share, we, that way we get to share this gospel with every student that comes to our youth group for the first time and they get to take it home with them. Yeah. And so it's just been a, a huge blessing to us because when I look back over those 250 students, I actually did the math and 38% of those students haven't come back to youth group since that first visit. Mm, yeah. Now that's awesome because because they met you. Is that it may be, maybe maybe uh, maybe if I disappear and go on vacation, <laughs> that definitely will jump. But it's really cool because sixty two percent comes back, which is you know which is really really cool. But it also helps us to know that hey, those thirty eight percent of students, which I mean that's dozens and dozens and dozens of kids in our case at least for right now. Mm. Hey, we don't know if we'll ever get another opportunity to share the gospel with them. So if they only came once, would they hear it? But also, now they have a gift. So guess what? All the other new students can see, oh, they have a lanyard. They must be new. And then our kids can kind of use that as a way to yeah. to to make sure that they're on their best behavior and, you know, so being awkward. friendly yeah. around too. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, they have something that they can take home. And since we moved to lanyards, I hardly ever find lanyards hanging around after youth group, which is a huge blessing to me, right? Because I'm spending... I'm spending yeah, you know, money on it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want them to be something that they value, not something that is just left behind because they didn't really miss it. For sure. It. Yeah. Well, and also like, you know, just the spiritual aspect of making sure that we're caring for people that, that you know, that come to us. So like, you know, Jesus says to that he was going to make uh, disciples into fishers of men. Mm -hmm. And there's like that amazing like privilege that we have where literally fish jump into the boat occasionally, like where non-believers uh, come to visit. And, and hopefully like that's, you know, it's a place where they would, be able to hear the gospel respond and so um so we have to want we want to focus our ministries on you know equipping the saints equipping students to go out and share the gospel mm -hmm. but like we still see like even in your case like in in this busy culture that we find ourselves find ourselves in there's still students that are attending youth group mm -hmm. and uh and i know you sold, you shared a story with me recently about how there was a um kind of a veteran student that had been in your youth ministry for a while and they were kind of complaining about all these new students that were that you know that, that were coming so tell us how you handled that. Like, what was the response that you had and uh, and kind of the challenge that you had for that particular student that was a Christian? Yeah, he's one of our junior guys. Um, he's a great kid. And he had asked if he, he had a question. And I said, why don't we grab a bite to eat? You know, that we can have more time to talk. And his friend that he had started bringing, um, I said, why don't you bring him too? Because I said, would you be okay with that? He said, yeah. So we um, we grabbed, grabbed a bite to eat for dinner. And um, he goes to one of our local high schools that we've started having a lot of students come um, with it with another group. Um, and he was like, Hey, I'm just kind of surprised that these kids are coming to youth group. And you know, he wasn't, he wasn't looking down on them, but he was just quite simply like, I'm kind of surprised. Like they're the kids who are coming to youth group. And I asked him, I said, well, you know, and it was, the door was open. So I kind of pushed, I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, you've been here seven years, maybe six. I said, how many kids have you invited to youth group in those years? And he was thinking and he was like, well, 
three. And I could tell you kind of already got the point. You knew what was coming next. I said, how many kids has that group brought in a month? He's like, I don't know a lot. I said, 15. And he's like, and so I said, look, I said, they just, they just know, Hey, I think I want my friends to know this Mm. or they should be hearing what I'm hearing. And what was really cool is since that conversation, those two boys have now brought their entire friend group and they've been coming to youth group. And it's also fun for them because now they're getting to see I'm having an impact. It's not this daunting thing. If I ask people most often say, sure, I'll come to youth group with you. That sounds, you know, that sounds like something I enjoy. And um, the cool part is all those kids go to the same school. So now we have, you know, a kind of a critical mass at, at yeah. that school now too. And um, it's just because these kids who might've been non-believers are challenging our kids to say, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And it really has a, a, a ripple effect. That's huge. Yeah. And some of that um, yeah, impact can come. Like I, I even think of some of the students that have recently joined our ministry that are now like a core part that came as a new student. Oh, yeah. like, we had one uh, one kid that a lot of our students knew from school, but um, uh, he was just like, I'm just going to show up. Like he did, like, they didn't even like know that he was showing up and then, yeah. like he showed up and like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And, uh, and now he, um, I mean, he came faithfully all his senior year and then, uh, and then he stuck around, like he's going to a community college here. And now he's one of our adult leaders that, that cares for our middle school students. Like after really the Lord getting a hold of his heart, like at our, at our youth group. And, and so, yeah, even just like that, that, um, that new student connection, to other people um, while they're there. So they say like programs might bring people, but relationships keep people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you see that there's a huge, you know, backdoor to just like students falling away, like after they visit, it might be because they haven't really connected with other people mm-hmm. at the youth group. So what are some ways that we can ensure that connection to other people? Like I know you mentioned, you try to identify what school they go to and then connect them with other people. Uh, but sometimes the people that that they might know from school or like they, that might be there, like they're not the type, like they don't have the personality to like be outgoing enough to go talk to them and stuff. So what are some ways that you've tried to connect other students relationally in your groups? Uh, first, we need to leverage our kids. Um, I think Leader Trek, they said student ministry is not your church's ministry to students, but rather your students ministry to their world. Mm-hmm. So if you see it as, well, you're now at our program, we're going to minister to you. We're viewing it wrong. We want our students to be able to take them in and them to minister to each other and, and us be shepherding that process. So that's that's the first thing I would say. Um, the next thing is I always ask them two questions. What's your name? What do you do for fun? Mm-hmm. No. Based on that answer alone, I'll know exactly who to connect them with. And that's a challenge for us to know our students. If they say, hey, I play baseball, I already know who I'm going to introduce them to. Mm-hmm. If they say, hey, I love to read, I know who I'm going to introduce them to. If they say, I don't really know, I know who I'm going to introduce it because yeah. I know the other kid who <laughs> yeah. came and said, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And nothing, I mean, we love to talk about the things that we like to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yes, what we do for fun transcends school, transcends grades, all different sorts mm-hmm. of things. So those are the questions I, I love to ask. Um, the next thing we do is we want to encourage our students that, hey, it's a big deal that you invited your friend to youth group. Mm-hmm. And for them to be the one to invite them back. Yep. Because when we have a couple new students a week, that is awesome. That's a blessing. You might be able to keep up with texting those parents and saying, hey, please, you know, we, we'd love to have Johnny at youth group again next week, like, and set a reminder and text them. And that's great. That's awesome. Um, but you might get to a point where that's just not sustainable anymore mm-hmm. because, yeah. because there's so many new kids coming, you know, here and there. And that's where you want to leverage your students. And so when a student takes responsibility to say, so I brought them. So I'm responsible for following up and we training our, you know, we train our students to do that. Now it's all of a sudden, not just a process, it's a culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they multiply kids runs in 
kids run in packs. And yeah. so if you can get them to bring another friend back, they're going to bring another friend. They're going to bring another friend until their whole friend group's here. Mm -hmm. So I would say, ask those two questions. What's your name? What do you do for fun? You'll know who you connect them with. And then second, leverage your kid. That's why it's important to know who brought them. If you have a kid who just walks in off the street, which sometimes we happen, mom or dad, hey, we're still going to try and connect them with who they, you know, who they talked with. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go to them and say, hey, you know, is there any way you could reach out to them? Hey, we have, you know, we'll reach out to their parents, see if they're okay with us passing along, you know, their number. Um, but to connect students with students, because what I have found is I'm fully convinced I could just not show up and the kids would still be here because guess what? They're not really coming because they yeah. love hanging out with yeah. them. Yeah, which is how it could be, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we love pouring into them, but they're, they're not coming for me. Uh, they're coming for, you know, God, yes, but really they love the environment. They love being around other people who believe the same way they do. So when you can connect them with students and the more you can connect them with, then it's it's really, really valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think having that connection with students, um, you know, we even tell our student leaders, um, you know, that I they're, in the past I've done this. I don't do this anymore. Um, but I told them, I was like, you can implement a slap rule. And I was like, so if you see me only talking to other adults or like, you know, I was like, come up and slap me. And I was like, don't actually do that. But um, but what, what that really demonstrated was like in a silly way, like, hey, this is so important that we have what we call like the the hot zone. Like we have like we're, we're right in there. Like it's so hard to get appointments with teenagers outside of the youth group. So when we're there, we're interacting with people, we're connected with people. If we see somebody off sitting by themselves, if we see someone wearing a lanyard, you know, yeah. then we know that they're a new student. Yeah. Go talk to them. So we built a culture of students and leaders that know how to identify it and talk with students, not just be comfortable with whoever the friend group is, whatever, but to really reach out. And we were doing that so much to where it's like some of the, the students were like, hey, I just I just come here because I want to hang out with my friend. I don't want to talk to anyone else like we have that's new. I'm like, well, like the, we still want to include people, you know, and so, uh, but yeah, different different uh, personalities will have you know issues with that or like, you know, or be so excited that you would ask them to be like a connector. So we actually developed a student role in our youth ministry years ago where it was the connector. So like mm -hmm. we would, if we, they would stand next to the check-in and as soon as we'd have a new student come up, we would say, hey, this is so-and-so like, uh, they're going to show you around, give you a tour and, and introduce you to some other people that you might know. And I actually had a question, like an icebreaker question that I would give each of those students to ask, you know, when, so uh, just generic stuff, like how to talk to people. It's like, hey, what's your favorite subject? Or what, you know, what are you into? Like, do you like sports? Do you like, you know, uh, video games? What do you, and, uh, and just to kind of get to know them. And so that way they have uh, a connection. Now, what if you have a student who their parents reach out to you mm -hmm. and they say, Hey, I'm going to drop my kid off this week. If it's their first time. Like, what do you do to ensure that that kid actually has a good experience? Because like, sometimes you know what that means. It means that the kid probably doesn't want to come. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're invited by a friend. Like they're literally going in cold Turkey, probably the most terrifying thing of their whole month or maybe year is to walk into a new room where they don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. So what do you do if, uh, does that happen to you? Cause I, that's happened to me several times. Okay. So what do you do in that circumstance? And I'll share kind of the, the things that I do that, that kind of alleviate the anxiety behind that for the student. Um, if you can get a kid talking there at ease, even the introvert, if you ask the right questions, you'll find what they're interested in and they can start talking. Not even about youth group, not just, just, anything mm -hmm. um and i've often found once and different people have different strengths at that too um so you know just ask them good questions and just see hey even if they don't want to be there and you're kind of getting you know that that feel just still ask questions seem interested in them because mm -hmm. oftentimes when we kind of put up a wall people just kind of back away yeah and when they understand hey they're not you know making me like share my deepest darkest secret but but they are kind of saying hey we're still going to ask you questions mm -hmm. you know we're still going to talk to you 
Um, so number one, ask questions. And then, you know, connect them with a kid who has a similar interest. Connect them with an outgoing kid who, even if they're not super happy to be there, that kid's still going to be super happy that they are there. And, you know, we have kids, you, if, you know, you probably know who your kids are who, who are that way, where guess what? Even if they're kind of quiet, more reserved, they're going to be with a student who is going to engage them, invite them, yeah. you know, and just continue to include them in their group. And then lastly, that's why it's so important for your programs to have an ability for a new student to, to plug right in. If, if your program is, is so structured and, and, and so, you know, detail oriented in a way to where it's really hard to break in, that can make it really tough on a new student who's yeah. not quite sure if they want to be there. But if you have kind of places and, and things in your programs that you know, hey, this is where it kind of can be an icebreaker or it can get a kid active. You know, we play large church games. Well, everybody loves running around the church, you know, doing something like that. So it allows them to, you know, jump right in, even with maybe lowering that that barrier of entry. Mm. Um, one encouragement I would say is we can't make kids come. You know, yeah. we, we can encourage, we can invite. Um, but, you know, if a kid makes it pretty clear, then they're not happy to be there. Do your best. Mm -hmm. Do your best because that's all we can do. Um, but it's not a personal affront. It's not, you know, anything. We, we want to continue to invite. And even kids who are like, I'm not, you know, I don't really want to be here. I've had kids like straight up say that before. I'm like, well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. You know, so we can only do our best. But it, eventually if a kid knows that they're cared, you know, about, eventually they'll, they'll come around to it if, if, they, if they stick it out. Yeah. When I try to make it a thing, like I, uh, whenever I'm introducing myself to a new student, I always try to, if I can get them to laugh, like in the first like 30 yeah. seconds, like yeah. I know that like they're, it's like the walls come down, like yeah. they're, you know, they're, they're kind of more at ease. And so most of that comes through like self, uh, you know, uh, was it self deprecating humor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just make fun of myself basically until they laugh and, uh, and it works really well cause they already think I'm weird, you know? And so, um, uh, so, so like I, you know, like I asked them like, what's their name? And usually like, no matter what their name is, I'm like, you're kidding. Like what? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, that's my middle name. Even if it's a girl's name, they're like, no way. Like, I'm like, that's nah, not, it's not my middle name. And then I'm like, well, what grade are you in? They're like, oh, I'm a seventh, you know, seventh grade. I'm like, me too. You know, like, and, and so that way, like, it just kind of like, you know, the outrageous, like, obviously I'm not a seventh grade. I'm like, yeah, the, the middle schoolers might buy it. Yeah. Well, and sometimes they're like, you know, they're like, really? We, yeah. And so anyways, but what I, um, I'll follow up with like, yeah, it's been a long 27 years of seventh grade, you know, and or whatever. So like they, you know, they understand like, and so if I can make fun of myself to where they laugh a little bit, it actually helps ease the, the process and, and then, uh, and then try to get them connected with someone else right away that has some similar interest. So I found that like the interest connection is a lot more effective than the grade or the school connection. Yes. Cause it's like, Sometimes even if they go to the same school and they're same grade, they're not really connected, like in the interests, like they don't really have the same kind of focus or interest. And so, yeah, so if you can connect them with that, so ask those questions that kind of get them talking about who they are and what they're into, that you can connect with other people. Anything that you would as as or add as we close today when it comes to newcomer assimilation, getting new students, um, you know, uh, the follow-up process, like, uh, which I don't know if we did we talk about the the follow up process as far as like what you normally do to uh, after they visit like do yeah. you send them postcards do you visit their house do you um you know uh like show up at their school like what do you what do you do to to follow up so that it's not creepy but the same way you're showing that you value uh, them yeah we talked a lot about what happens at youth group so what we try and do um, beyond you know, the youth beyond room. the youth room. Yeah. There you go. Go far that is. <laughs> um, is we try and connect with them outside of youth group in some way or another. Kids expect you, you know, to see you at church. Uh, I was actually, there was a, a new student who came just the other day 
and um, I was going shopping that um, that next week and I started walking through the shoe aisle and mom goes look who it is and I'm like always like terrified when I hear that and I turn around to this new student and I was like oh hey you know that was just like God ordained that I got to meet this mom talk to this you know this new student who had, who had just come but we want to connect them outside of youth group because they don't expect us yeah. you know to see us outside of youth group so um, we try and do normally three things normally um, we text the parents that night um, is, is the best but text the parents and just say hey I'm you know the youth director at this church we appreciated having your son or daughter tonight. Um, you know, is there anything I can pray about for y'all? And most of the time I don't get a response, but I've at least sent that text message. Mm -hmm. The parents know, hey, this person reached out. If they had any issues or anything, or if they just were really appreciative and really enjoyed it, then they have a way to, to contact me. Yeah. Secondly, we try and do a, a postcard um, to the student because mm -hmm. postcards are, are cool again. Um, hand, anything hand yeah, anything in the mail too. It's a big and, deal. and so we, you know, we remember what it was like as a kid. We always used to want to get the mail for our parents because we're like, maybe there will be something in there for me. And it never was. Yeah. And now you're an adult and you're like, it's spam. It's yeah. political. It's a bill, you know, but kids are still excited about it. So we try and write a thank you note as soon as possible to say, Hey, thank you so much. We can't wait to see you next week or at our next program. And then lastly, we, we do try and text the parents before our next group saying, Hey, hope they can join us tonight. Here's when we meet. And just as a reminder for parents, but really we've kind of moved towards leveraging kids to do that. You know, mm -hmm. reminding kids to say, Hey, make sure that you're, you know, text your friend, invite them back or, or things like that. Um, so simply just a simple connection with the parents text, you know, maybe you might do email um, or a phone call too, if, if you have the time to do that um, and leave a voicemail um, to a postcard, something in the mail, something tangible that, that, you know, then the parents see it too. It might go on the fridge. It might go on, you know, on their mirror. And then three, um, inviting them back. So, hey, it's not just you came once. Cool. It's no, we really would love for you to continue to participate in, in what God's doing here. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's all the time we have for today when it comes to assimilating new students into our ministries. And uh, if there's any way that we can be praying for you, we'd love to hear from you in the comments or to send us a, a, a message uh, via social media. Um, if you are benefiting from this content that we're producing, we'd love for you to share it with other people and to uh, to help uh, get it seen by more people. You can just like, comment, and share it with other people. So thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time.